Uh, well, think about this expression, and I may or may not explain what it means. <laughs> put, a, put a sock on it. <laughs> There's a lot of different connotations that that could have. There's an insight. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Joe, Dr. Energy Piazza. Rara is in the house. Catherine Asaro Myers. Welcome back to BU Network Podcast, conversations worth having. On our podcast, you can expect three things. One, the BU guest moment. Two, the BU moment. And three, the BU final moment. As promised... We are giving you a very special Audible on each show. Your job, well, not your job, it's to find it. You know the game Where's Waldo? Well, here we will ask you to listen for that Audible. Dr. Energy, mm-hmm. let's talk about our BU moment. Absolutely. I was wondering if you would feel like going first today. I want to paint the picture for us. If not, tell me. Yeah, give, sure. give it to I, me. Give it to me straight. I can take it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Will you paint the picture for us today of what's going on? The real you. What's the real deal for today? So for the real deal for today is uh, I know we've talked a little bit uh, recently about what we're doing, where we're going, and I, and that sort of uh, thing. And over the Christmas holidays, because it's just the beginning, the middle of January now here, and mm. as we're recording this, and I was kind of not kind of I was growing a beard over the Christmas holidays, and I got to tell you, you know, there's there was days when it was itchy and and that sort of that sort of thing, and I was able to deal with that no problem. However, what I did discover is that keeping the beard trimmed and neat looking and even, especially even, that was the hardest thing. It was actually taking me more time an effort to do that than to just shave, which I don't love <laughs> to do either. So I decided to shave the beard off. So I am clean shaven again, as I was before <laughs> and uh, on my face. And um, I just, it feels a lot better. And I like the way I look a lot better without the beard. I mean, it added some distinguishedness to me, I it suppose. did. It was very distinguished I, looking. In fact, uh, my my partner, business partner here in Ottawa, Dr. Tony, said to me, I'm going to call you Old Man Logan, like from X-Men, Wolverine. Oh, so he said I look like an old um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. So I was like, okay, I could, that's, I've had, I've heard worse comparisons. So, <laughs> but I shaved, the, I've shaved the beard off and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm liking feeling that fresh shaved uh, look again, and I'm sitting here in the in the office slash recording studio, and looking out the window at the moment. Snow is just lightly falling. Um, looks like we could be in for a bit of a snow day today, a little later on. So I'm just really enjoying the start to the day uh, with this interview. I'm really looking forward to interviewing Ray Pons. Um, it's it's really interesting. You know, you've been friends with him for I think something like ten years. Yes, more. That and 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 I practiced in 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 Aurora Newmarket for fifteen years, and I was a Toastmaster there as well, and raised a Toastmaster as well. And we figured out that, or I figured out that I met him at a division speaking contest. But other than that, 
he and I never really crossed paths in the 15 years that I was in, in that new market area, which just kind of blows me away about, and especially the connections, the overlapping connections that we have that when, that I never really met him before. So I was really excited to sit down and have this conversation today. Well, it's funny how we get connected to people. We had a show, we had a show once with Lori and I was interviewing a guest who was like almost in her backyard. She said, how'd you get a guest from Tennessee? And you know, I said, well, you told me to go get a guest and I went and got one and I didn't know he was your neighbor. And so what happens, you never know where you're going to meet that person again exactly. or how it's going to show up. And I love that about what's happening with us with BU Network. Yeah. The the people and the connections that we have and how they're coming around and people that we, we, we don't know. And then we meet them and we make these instant connections, the yeah, friendships. Absolutely. Yes. It's well, been, it's been really, really awesome. So the clean shaven Dr. Energy is as exciting as the <laughs> bearded, bearded Dr. 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 Energy. Yes. Whatever you choose, we, we love it. And we love you however you present yourself. But thank you for painting that picture absolutely, today. Absolutely, absolutely. And how about yourself? What, what, are, what are you doing? What are you up to? What's, what's on the agenda for today? Uh, well, think about this expression. And I may or may not explain what it means. <laughs> put, a, put a sock on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of different connotations that that could have. There's an inside joke to that, but I just, I had to say that because there are different ways that we come up with how to deal with technology. Yes. And today I put a sock on it and I won't say any more about that, but I'm right here in my fridge room and it looks like spring. I see grass, you know, it's amazing. Oh, wow. I see dirt and trees and grass. The oh, no. pond is, doesn't have any water in it, right. but I, I'm missing the flowers. Like I wouldn't know because when this airs, it will be probably a month and a half or six weeks yeah, from now. About five, six weeks from now, yeah. Okay, so maybe at that point, I'll be looking at the same exact weather again, but it is amazing how I can be in my bedroom and it's daylight, mm. obviously, that's how right. I can see the grass. And I'm amongst my magnificent plantation and my awesome 10 pounds on bell because yes. I'm, I'm hard body sculpting my 145 mm -hmm. pound Schwelt schmaltz into Wonder Woman. <laughs> I, I never cared about the scale in terms of what that meant until the other day when I saw 145. I'm like, was this a, what is this, postal code? Like this was just ridiculous. Mm. So I thought I better do something with that. So I, I hired a, hired is like not the word that I want to say, mm. but engage. engage, yes, engage with who is oh, a personal excellent. trainer. By then I, I you, my voice will probably be different by then because <laughs> I will be carrying muscle, solid muscle. <laughs> so I'm really focused on the transformation that my body's going to go through. And having been, you know, you've been in this business mm -hmm. before, you, like we know exactly what we're headed for and I can feel day one and day 21 and I know exactly what I'm in for. Right. So I'm really pumped, no pun intended, with my 10-pound dumbbell, knowing that I'm going to be hitting the gym in addition to going to my yoga every day. I mean, right. maybe there'll be two workouts a day if I can handle it. Right. So I'm, I'm really excited about that part. I'm in, ready to hit my yoga class, too, in about 25 minutes. So right. actually a Pilates class. So I, I do Sculpt, have a little... Yep. Yes, a little sadomasochism is in my DNA <laughs> because if it doesn't hurt, you know, we say, well, if it doesn't hurt, you don't feel it. Well, I, if you don't feel it, then nothing's happening. And, and then I used to believe that, well, that's not true. It doesn't have to hurt. But I guess I really like to feel my muscles. Mm -hmm. So I, I like to have that 
pumped feelings of today. It's all about taking, you know, one foot in front of the other, taking these steps forward to getting my mind sharp by getting my body in shape. I won't look at the scale from here on in, right. but I'll look at how many different reps I can do and right. the endurance and how that the I have. fit and differently, all that sort of thing. Absolutely. Without having to go buy different clothes, just how that's going to look. So I'm excited about that. That's awesome. And I just want to share, I had to do a video doing five or six different exercises. And I did that in the bridge room. And I've never done that of myself, like put the camera up and then right. did these. I thought, Mm, thank God I liked it. Otherwise, I don't know what, what happened. To <laughs> well, me and that's that that's funny because a lot of times we don't like the way we sound on a recording or the way we look on video. Right? How many people you know you go take a picture or video? No, try, mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want to see myself on camera. Right. Right, right. No, this was good. I, I was really, I was hard on myself too. I'm like, I want to make these moves good. So that way he can see what my range of motion is. Right. I want to really do a good job. So I'm not, so I just took a deep breath and I'm like, let me do this like a professional. I know this business. Let me give him the angles mm -hmm. that he needs. And afterwards I thought I might actually show this to someone the before and after. Yeah. That'd be awesome. So uh, yeah, I'll have to, since again, since you were in this industry as well as me in different times, mm -hmm you know what, what we've got going ahead yeah, of us. Absolutely. So, and, and it's interesting too, how you mentioned about the process of going through this and knowing what day one and day 21 and what you're in for. Cause I think Ray mentioned that in, in his book and the success for small business about when he talks about goal setting, right? That it's not so much about, it's, it's important about where the goals are going to get us and get us to, and, and, and that's, and the achievements that we're going to have, but it's also about, the actions that we take and the process of who we become through the pursuing of those goals. Mm. Yes. So. Good point. The process. Mm -hmm. exactly. Again, two very meaningful words when you put them together, you know, you can say it, the process. The process. Or, yes. However you say that, it feels like I should hear that music that comes right after that. <laughs> I don't know, that Perry Mason music or something. Dun, dun, dun. Or yes. that, that uh, was that was no, that you know from C, uh, not CSI um, uh, with Mariska Hargitay. What's that show? Um, special Special Victims, uh, Law oh, and Order. Yes, dun, yes. dun dun yes. dun. We should go find some music and put that together here, just to make a little bit of a uh, make a point about the process. Yes, the process. I'm not quite James Earl Jones. The pro. This is the process. <laughs> I, I think I sound a little scarier or creepy. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have his, quite half his gravitas. Well, it reminds me of what Sunday said about how she uses different voices and how right. she, and that just, I laugh and I think about Sunday almost every day. So whenever we come up against something like this, <laughs> shout out to Sunday Muse for teaching us yes, about voices. Absolutely. <laughs> so well, this I think is a that's, good segue. That's a great segue, I think, to. <laughs> go on over and, and meet Ray and have a conversation about being you and about goals and success in business and the process of attaining your goals. Conversations worth having with Ray. Conversations Pons. worth having. Excellent. All right. We'll see you on the other side. Thank you. Be you study. Be more at ease in your communication so you too can have conversations worth having. What is BU study? A private 
online room to rehearse impromptu speaking, receive instant feedback, and achieve quick results, and feel confident that no one is laughing, unless you're telling a joke. Plug in anytime, anywhere. Study with seasoned pros. Access your customized feedback. Then speak with ease and build amazing relationships. Dr. Energy, I have the great honor and pleasure to introduce to you not only a wonderful, great man, but a friend. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you a little bit about Ray and tell our audience. Sure, that'd be awesome. Ray's expertise is helping small business owners and solopreneurs drive business forward faster in conjunction with having greater freedom, which we all want Mm -hmm. and strive for, greater fulfillment and happiness in life. Ray specializes in strategic planning. You know, the good old-fashioned goal setting? <laughs> what, people still, do, people still do that? Yes, it's new. Now it's the new trend <laughs> of, of goal setting. <laughs> Communication excellence and life balance. Sign me up. Yes. Ray has authored two books, Finding My Way, BPS Books, and an ebook, Small Business Success, Seven Essential Keys to Start, Grow, and Sustain a small business Mm. dimensions. Now, those are just a few things that I'd like to say about Ray. There are a few other things, if I may, in my introduction. Of course. Go for it. Thank you. As long as Ray's okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to throw accolades at you, Ray. (laughs) Okay. So I just want to pick out something in particular that that really caught my eye. And and Ray is a wealth of information. Mm And Ray says this, goals are important, not only for what they bring you, they are critical because of what they demand of you. Mm. It is my distinct pleasure to introduce Mr. Ray Pons. Welcome, Ray. Thank you, Dr. Energy. And I am humbled uh, by that glowing introduction, Catherine. Many thanks. I do appreciate that. You're welcome. Ray, we know each other for so many years, and yet I learn something new about you every time. I would love our audience to get to know Ray Pons. So maybe I could ask you a really simple question, and then you tell me how you feel about answering it. Okay. What brought brought you to this industry First of being an author, we also recognize that you're an educator, and you have so many other aspects that you are an expert in, but we'll, we'll talk about author for just this moment, and then we'll touch on a few others. Just want to touch on the audience who's someone who might be thinking to write a book, and then we'll talk about the other things that you do. How did you come into the industry of writing a book and being an author? Being a professional speaker, a paid speaker, uh, a book isn't so much a nice to have, mm. it's a must have. It's one of those things that becomes, it's almost like it's a business card for you. It creates this sense that if this guy has written a book about something, he must know something about something. (laughs) And I'd, I'd had this notion that I had a story to share for donkey's years, and I was working on it 
for five years actively and was no closer at the end of five years than I was at the start of the five <laughs> years. And I had the good fortune to get out of my own way and find somebody that could help me. And I found a, a, a lady who has great skill, not so much in writing herself, but in helping other people write better for themselves, mm. which is a wonderful metaphor for exactly what I do as a business coach. So after meeting Judy, her name is Judy Soup. She's a wonderful, wonderful lady. And she helped me to channel my thoughts and get it down onto paper. And then with that manuscript draft, I took it to BPS Books and they were able to edit it with ferocity <laughs> and it came out to be fairly decent. And then having done that, which is sort of talking about my story and helping people to find their way in business and in life, right. I independently was able to write Small Business Success having learned much more about the process working on the first book. Right. So it is, as you said, almost a, a byproduct or a necessary byproduct of being a professional paid speaker. Correct. Correct. And let me ask you a question about, I love the chapter focus, focus, follow through, finish what you start. Mm. I imagine you live by this rule. I feel like that's your motto. Yeah. I mean, anyone who does what I do, they better be authentic and, and congruent with the things that they stand for. Uh, I can't coach other people if I'm not walking the talk, if I'm not right. living right. the way that I'm advocating for others to live. Uh, so my, my entire business is built on three things. Think, focus, act. Think, what do I want? Why do I want it? And what might be the best way to go about getting it? Focus. Don't get distracted. Uh, don't let the shiny things nudge you off track. And then finally, act. Execution. A great think and a solid focus is useless until we actually do something. <laughs> you know, bad action will tell us something that doesn't work. Quit doing it. Right. Decent right. action will take us in the general direction of where we want to go. And ideally, great action will send us to where we want to go rapidly, quickly. So very definitely, my entire business and the, the entire concept that I bring to the table is think, focus, act. Think mm. is the why, focus is the how, act is the what. Right. Mm. It reminds me of uh, one one time when I was in a coach coaching program as a as a as a client. Uh, another colleague of mine said he was going to start a coaching business called Do Bleep Coaching. 
because so many people just do the think and the focus and then they mm. never take action on it. And right. that is, ends up being the killer of so many great plans and ideas and dreams. If you don't, you just got to sometimes sure. just get into action. Well, it's a fascinating time that here we are on January 14th and a very large percentage of the people that establish New Year's resolutions <laughs> have already given up on them. Yep, two weeks. Why? Because they they just they demand discipline, dedication, follow through, action. Right. It's easy to write down on paper. You know, <laughs> I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to exercise every day. Right. I'm going to, and a whole host of genuine, legitimate desires, goals that we would like to accomplish it's simple very simple but not easy right unfortunately people can think very positively but unless they think positively and execute on mm. that good intention i mean the old phrase dr joe that mm. uh, the road to a very warm place is paved with good intentions. Mm -hmm. The road to success is paved with actions. Right. I like how you say, oh, sorry, sorry, Dr. Energy. That's I like how, Ray, I like how you say action is power. Now go do something. I'm in your book, Small Business Success. Yeah. Because it's about doing, like you just said. So let, let me ask you a question. How do you go and create this for yourself? Can you? Give us a tip or a hint or a strategy of what you do to go into action. Tell somebody <laughs> what you're going to do. Make your goals knowledge. Now, be careful who you share them with. Right. You know, one of the challenges with setting lofty goals mm -hmm. is it pushes people out of their comfort zone. I can remember, God, years and years and years ago, my very best friend, I remember having a conversation with him and I said, you know what? I'm tired of being broke. I'm going to set a goal for next year. You know what? I'd love to make a six-figure income. This was my closest, dearest friend. I absolutely adored him. And his immediate reaction without a nanosecond of pausing was, oh, come on, hotshot. Who do you think you are? Yep. It's amazing how some of the people who love us the most also become equipped to trash our dreams the easiest. Yes. So in announcing your goals, your personal aspirations, for growth, for improvement, be very selective who you share those goals with. In many ways, as a, a hired coach, my clients know uh, that I'm well equipped not to trample on somebody's goals, but nor am I going to give them polite wonderfuls and tell them, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can do whatever you say you're going to do. Right. There's got to be that pragmatic, realistic approach right. and then follow through with accountability. 
it's 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 the four disciplines of execution in action right you know, set wildly important goals keep score right act on the lead measures and then follow through with the cadence of accountability if you mentioned um it, about telling people your goals, but being careful who you tell them to. It reminds me, and you reference it in uh, in your book at the end as a, as a great book to read. It was Og Mandino's The Greatest Salesman in the World, which is a phenomenal, phenomenal book. Um, and that's one of his his lessons in there is about telling the people, telling the world, your closest advisors, what you're going to do, but then let your success do the talking mm. for the reaching of the goal. So you don't go and beat your own drum about how successful you are. Let it speak as an example, but do tell people your goals so it holds you accountable. You bet. Absolutely. I and, love, you know, one sorry. of my very favorite quotes, I'm not sure if it was in uh, the ebook, uh, but a quote by Lao Tzu, a noted, scholar from donkeys years ago literally hundreds yes. of years ago a leader is best when people barely know he exists mm-hmm. not so good when people obey and acclaim him worse when they despise him and here's the point joe <laughs> but of a good leader who yes. talks little when her work is done her aim fulfilled they will say we did it ourselves yes I, I, that's what a great one of my, leader brings out the best in others that's not the, themselves that's one of my favorite quotes i actually did a toastmaster speech around centered around that quote uh, not okay. so not so not so uh, long ago yeah wow we are most certainly on the same page yes. as one another joe <laughs> i'd Definitely. love to hear that speech dr joe sure please do please share it and, and Ray and Dr. Joe, I'd like to ask you both mm-hmm. a question. What happens when you come across maybe that someone who you shared something with, like your very, very dearest friend, Ray, or I mean, if I mention family member, all the stories go through our heads about the family <laughs> member that, you know, just don't support or say, you know, what about a real job with the paycheck or sure. but what do you do? What do you do when you come up against where you you cross paths with someone who is not supportive. How do you handle that? So Ray, I'll ask you first and then Joe, I'll ask you, sure. what, what do you do when you come across someone like that? Now here you are, Ray, you're, you're, you've proven yourself, not that you have to, to yourself, you're on a path, but yet I'm sure it happens. You come across someone and they're just not a believer in themselves and therefore it spills over into things to other people. What, what do you do? You know, my mom passed away some five years ago and to her dying day, one of the greatest gifts I could have given to her was to go out and get a real job. (laughs) She couldn't wrap her head around not having a regular paycheck every two weeks, every week. Um, And I don't know who is given credit for saying it but somebody else's opinion of you is none of your business. <laughs> we have to have a fundamental ability to believe in ourselves. And we battle one of the most understated yet real fears that everybody has, a telephobia. Mm. A telephobia is the fear of not being good enough. 
And I know that I struggle with this on a continual basis. There's a wonderful, I think it's about a two and a half minute video from Oprah Winfrey. When she started out, she would interview everybody and anybody. Now, she only ever interviews the super performers, mm -hmm. the people at the highest levels of success in the world of politics, uh, entertainment, science. And she comments when she interviews people like Richard Branson, like Barack and Michelle Obama, Robert De Niro, right after they've done the recording, they all say the same thing. Was that good enough? Because if it wasn't, we could do it again, you know, we could do it again. <laughs> so if those uber achievers have this sense of, oh man, I could have done better, right. then why wouldn't it be a component of each and every one of us? And we need to have acceptance of who we are while striving to become the person that we are capable and have the potential to be in the future. Yes, that's yes. great, great advice. That's I, I can wrap my head around that. I'm going to listen to this podcast over and over again. <laughs> Dr. Joe, what do you do when you come up against something that's going to maybe be a potential block? Right. Well, as much like what Ray does with uh, and mentioning about uh, not worrying about what other people think of us. I know, um, and again, I don't know who the first person who said it was, but I remember it coming up. Uh, Wayne, Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer said it about being independent of the good thought of others, basically meaning don't worry about what other people think about you because the truth is they're not thinking about us that much. Right? <laughs> if just thinking, think in our own life. How much do we? How much time do we actually spend? thinking about other people and worrying about what they're up to and getting up to. Sure, we have the moments, but for the most part, we mostly think about ourselves and the struggles or the challenges that we're going through. So if once we realize that other people are doing the same thing, we realize they're not thinking about us as much as we wish or would like to think mm -hmm. that they are. So that's one thing. The second thing for me is I once learned a, a great analogy for looking at the levels of influence around me. And we, heard, we, we often hear the, the term or the phrase, the thought that we're the sum of the five to seven people that are closest to us. So basically our, our financial position, our, the way we think, what we do, the, the activities we participate are the average of um, you know, the five or seven people closest to us. So I, what I learned was a, a thing called the circle of we. So we have these different circles of we, of people that we allow to be around us. And the circles, some of them are very close to us and some of them are further out. So when I come up against somebody who doesn't necessarily support what the goals that I want to achieve are, or they start judging me for it, um, one, I recognize that it's their belief systems that are coming up that are causing them to think these thoughts or say these things. And two, I put them in a, I, I will sometimes shift people from a closer circle of we to a different one that's a little further out so that I end up not having so much connection with them because I want to have, like Ray's mentioned about Oprah interviewing these super successful people. I want to surround myself with super successful people that are doing things that I'm not yet doing, but that I want to do. So those yeah. are some of the strategies that I use. Yeah. Thank you for sharing and that. Very true that 
we are the sum of the five people that we spend a lot of time with, as well as the five books that mm-hmm. you have read recently. Right. You know, leaders are readers. And yes. the more that we can connect, we live in the greatest society, you know, the tired old phrase, knowledge is power. Mm. Of course it's not. Knowledge is only potential power. Right. But you can't be a successful idiot. <laughs> well, some there's a couple people that are in power in the world right now that people would argue well, that about. But <laughs> indeed, I'm going to have yeah. to put a memo out about that. Right. <laughs> but you know, practice kaizen, yes. continuous yes. improvement. Keep that. working on yourself. Yep. Work on what you do will make you a living. Work on who you are will make you rich. Yes. I'm very fortunate that my clients teach me as much as I help them to grow and, mm-hmm. and improve. Yes. Uh, it is truly, I'm very fortunate. My clients are brilliant. And it, it's a tired old saying, but we have created very solid win-win relationships. I strive to do my very best to help them. And I know that they are perpetually helping me. Beautiful. I, I, and I think that that's a really important thing to, to re- for us all to recognize is that as the coach or the mentor, we're not, we don't have all the answers. And so in that vein, with, I'd like to also ask Catherine if, about a strategy that she has for, for dealing with this, because I think we can all learn from each other. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. I'll give you a, a real live story that is not even three weeks old. Hmm, so yes, actually, and, and life, life happens. So I recently was feeling that I was attacked by someone who really loves me, who I know loves me. So that was a block because I felt attacked. I felt Hmm. non-supported. And as I was going through the emotion of that and the logistics of it and my left brain and my right brain weighing the pros and cons of what was this greater message for me? How would I learn from this and rise above? Here's what I did in the face of adversity. I decided to make that horrible day because for me, it was was a horrible day. It wasn't Mm -hmm. good at all. I thought I am not going to talk about this as a horrible day. I am going to change the outcome of this day by doing something so great that when I speak about it, everyone will ask me, what did I do? I changed my mindset and I immediately took that as fuel. And I went and I did something and I accomplished something that I had no plan on accomplishing within 24 hours. And that was (laughs) qualifying and being invited to the executive leadership retreat, which takes a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And that was not a day I wanted to remember as the day that I felt bad for myself or, Mm. or felt like crying or that I was shaken. That's not how I wanted to remember it. I wanted to remember it as bring it on because we all (laughs) get what we're supposed to get. That was a message for me to move it and do it. And by turning that around, I had an amazing and have an amazing lesson to teach anyone who's willing to listen. So I I faced adversity and I converted that adversity into fuel to do something fantastic. Right. Right. 
Thank you, You for know, asking. Catherine, one of the classic books of all time is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning, mm. a deeply disturbing book about his experiences through the Holocaust in the death camps. And I go back to it repeatedly, even though it's decades old from yes. its first publishing. And the, the, the point of the book that connects with me that I need to be reminded of on much more frequently than I care to admit, mm -hmm. of all the human freedoms that can be taken away, the one that cannot be taken is the power to choose how we think. Mm. There are times when I'm throwing a pity party <laughs> and I, I have to be reminded, Queen Bee will remind me, you know, being sad is a choice that you're making, hotshot. Cut it out. Mm. And it's so correct. If, if Frankel can choose his mindset during the Holocaust, what the heck am I doing getting all ticked off because... I didn't get a new client that I was hoping to get. <laughs> uh, you know, put it in perspective, yeah, exactly. Ray. Exactly. <laughs> well, Ray, you do say something in chapter four, plan. Slow down, reflect, think, and plan. Yep. And I, I admire that because we do need, thank you for that reminder, we do need to, to use that time, this planning time, I want to say something before I, I ask everyone a question. This time of planning, whatever you decide to do or have, however you do it, it's important. You wrote a book, you speak, you wrote more than one book. You write books, you coach people, you speak, you present. There needs to be some time with you in that brain of yours to come up with the strategy. I remember one thing that you taught me and you taught me so many things, Ray, but I'd like to point this out before I go on to the BU moment. You taught me when we were sitting in Newmarket in a, in a networking meeting, and you said before I spoke, speak slowly so that in your mind you feel like you're speaking slow and everyone will hear you in the way that you want them to hear you, as opposed to speaking really fast and trying to get all the information in. I never forgot that. It was no, such a valuable, a valuable tip, and that made me think. It stops me to think very often how my head is going and how my mouth is going, it's not a race. It's fascinating that people think very little about how they think. <laughs> and when it comes to public speaking, you, your mouth can work at best at 100 words a minute. Or I suppose if you're a really fast talker, maybe 110, 120. But your brain functions according to the experts who ought to know, at a rate significantly more rapid than that, as high as 800, 900, 1,000 words mm -hmm. per minute. Yeah. You can't keep up with the pace <laughs> of your thinking. <laughs> so you gotta control what you can control, and that's your speaking pace. Don't try to keep up with your brain. Craft your message, keep it simple, and then focus on delivering that message slowly, succinctly, with clarity, consistency, and an overall sense of collaboration. 
Yes. You're not there to impress them. Right. You're in, there to impress upon them the point of what you are saying. Excellent. So well Very said, well Ray. Yes. That, that, is, that is such a great segue into what I'm going to ask us to contribute now as a, as a circle, as a group. We have a part, a section in our podcast called the BU moment. And the way we explain that is our takeaway. So I would like to go around the room and ask you, what is your BU moment from today's podcast? Wow. Shall I go first? Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes, guests, please. Guests would, first. Yes. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of the old saying that just about everybody has heard at some point in their life. Mm. Thoughts create feelings. Feelings create beliefs. And beliefs are the filter that distort facts mm. and destroys courage. Mm. One of my blogs on my website, and there's a number of different blogs, and I'm not self-promoting so much. Just go to the website and download the blog. It, it, they're all there. You just cut and paste. They're free. There's no charge. I don't collect emails or <laughs> it's not going to be a, a marketing strategy. Right. Um, but one of the, the most popular blogs is lies. Why mm. do we lie? We lie because lying is easy. And we lie principally to ourselves. We self-justify the beliefs that we hold, whether those beliefs make sense or nonsense. Mm. One of the stellar books, again, that I would recommend, Mistakes Were Made, But Not By Me. <laughs> it's by <laughs> Carol Tavris and, and Elliot Aronson. And self-justification is a, a common lie that we tell to ourselves first and others later <laughs> so that we don't look stupid to ourselves or anybody else. It's a delusion. Be willing that the toughest thing to open is a closed mind. Make sure that you think by design, not by default. That would be the biggest takeaway. Monitor your thinking. You want to make quantum leap improvements. A change in mindset is the first stage. Thank you. Thank you, Ray. I appreciate that. Dr. Energy, what is your BU moment from today's show? The, there's a great uh, little poem that Ray included at the end of the yes. book and small business success called You Never Know. And it really reminded me of a quote by one of my mentors, BJ Palmer. He was the son of the founder of chiropractic and, you know, being a chiropractor that I find a lot of inspiration there. And he said, you never know how far reaching something that you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. And so you never know what words that you use or what you are thinking or what you're doing and people are seeing or observing about you, how that might affect their lives, how it might light a candle for them to, mm. um, to sh make a shift in their life. You know, you know there's a, a funnier way of saying it even, you know, if you can't be, if you can't serve as an example for people, then at least be a warning. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. So you could take that in, in both ways. But right. That's that's sort of my takeaway is just the the amount and the ease with which uh, we can share information today can really help to shift the world, and we never know who we're connecting with. Yeah. Great. Another great point. Thank you. Catherine, uh, what about you? Yes, thank you. I'll share my takeaway. All of the conversations that we had today, they all mean something and they all brought me back to a different place in time and the impression. Uh, I was 13 when I found my first mentor and that was pretty young, I guess. I don't know. Feels like it was pretty young because it's almost, <laughs> almost 50 years that... I have had mentors, so that's a long time, mm. but almost 50 years. My takeaway from today is the words that people speak, the words that we speak, the words that are speaking, being spoken to us, excuse me, I'm really back into that moment. This show just mm. brought me right back there. They affect others and we can affect others for decades. Mm. Our words are powerful. We need to really understand that when we craft our words, they can change people's lives. And that mentor, when I was 13, changed the trajectory of my life. I was empowered before that moment, but those conversations empowered me to this day that I remember what happened and what transpired. And that, that coaching was that I could do anything. And I didn't know not to believe him. I believed him. That was what the school system brought me to. That was, that was the way it was set up. It was set up to help and educate and empower. So when you're educating and you're empowering and you're speaking to people, it doesn't mean that their age of what, whoever, however old they are, that you're not getting to them. They may not know it till much later. But what today's takeaway is that our words are very powerful. And I thought about the first time that I felt an impact by a conversation with someone almost five decades ago. So thank you so much for that. This That's is awesome. An, this is awesome. Really brings makes it warm in this room that I'm in. I'd like to ask if Ray can tell us your favorite way that you would like your audience to connect with you. People can contact me, 905-713-7815, or they can visit my website, www.rayponds.com or email ray at rayponds.com. And we will list all of that, Ray, for our audience. We really appreciate that. If you like the good old-fashioned phone call, so do I. I love to hear people's voices on the other end. Mm. You bet. It's hard to create a meaningful relationship <laughs> over technology. Uh, just, just before we go and, yeah. and ra wrap this up, I'm detecting a little bit of an accent underneath there. And I was just kind of curious where exactly that's coming from. I am the world's greatest Liverpool football club fan. Ah. And finally, we have a year to be extraordinarily excited about. <laughs> I was born and raised in the working class city of Liverpool, England. Ah. And it, it taught me well. We, uh, we didn't have an abundance of money or, mm. or opportunities, uh, but the lessons that I was given and learned have been invaluable now that I have chosen this great land of Canada mm. to live and, and navigate my future. 
That's, that's awesome. And it's, you know, it's so wonderful that you're able to take those lessons learned and bring them forward into the world and, and share with others. It's, uh, I thank you very much for, for stepping into that and uh, really delivering your message. It's, it's definitely needed. Pleasure, and Dr. Ray, Joe. Thank you. You're very and welcome. And Ray, Ray, I'd like to also say a thank you to Alex Makarski, who introduced us to mm. one another many years ago. Yes, indeed. And that's what connecting people together does. When you're a connector like Alex is, like you are, like we all are, but Alex for sure connected us. And look at the relationship that we have. Is it 10 years about? Oh, it's at least. Right? Yes. This is, it, this is great. I it, mean, it's, it, it's, it, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's such an amazing... Ray, if you only knew that the day I met you, how enamored I was with the way that you spoke. I still am. And to have you no, here on our podcast you. today is such an honor. If I say to you, it's a dream of mine to have this type of connection mm -hmm. with you. I mean that at the, at the highest level of professionalism. It is such an honor to have you on our podcast today. If you only knew, thank you so much for being here. Uh, yes. God bless you. It is a plump, pleasing pleasure and a privilege for me to be with you. I am humbled and I express my appreciation at the deepest levels. Thank you, Rara. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Sharing is caring. Tell your friends about conversations worth having on VU Network. We really appreciate your reviews and you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Thank you. For show notes and links, go to www.b-u.network forward slash podcasts. Connect with us via our website, www.b-u.network, and build a relationship with us. Sign up to receive information, updates, and your free video training at www.b-u.network forward slash pro. We're looking forward to hearing from you. And thank you for being with us. Ciao. Ciao, babies.